0: I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate 9-to-5-er turned top producing realtor and coach. It wasn't all that long ago that my husband and I quit our 9-to-5s to to start our real estate business together with no experience in the industry, just a dream for a life with more freedom and flexibility and the chance to impact others along the way. But it wasn't always easy and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how that we needed to build our dream business. Fast forward through lots of work, failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see what we've built today. A business that offers us more freedom and income than we ever thought possible and changes the lives of others every day. I created the Market Authority Show to enlighten the path to becoming an authority in your market. I'm here to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from Timeless Principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on. So let's dive in. Hello, and thank you for joining me today on the Market Authority show. I am Stephanie. Just kidding. You should hopefully know my now. I'm really excited to chat. So I wanted to talk a little bit about how it looks to recession-proof your real estate business. And there's a lot of things going on in the headlines right now, right? And we're, we're seeing it every single day. It can feel a little alarming. Social media can also create that into a little bit of a vacuum with some crazy news headlines and opinions floating around. And I think now is a really good time to talk about how we can prepare our real estate business for some of the shifts that are headed our way. Like tactically, what are we going to do? What actions are we going to be implementing and also, how we can begin adjusting our marketing for the times as well, because if you have been kind of leaning on, oh, it's the lowest historical interest rates now is time to buy, or oh, it is the best time to sell, get you know historically high values for your home. Now is the time to sell. Like if that has been your pitch. Up until now, like clearly something's got to change because both of those things are no longer true. And this is part of what's really interesting about relying on a brand behind the business and not just relying on the product, meaning what you sell, like the home. And this is a lot of what I teach in the Market Authority Academy. This is a lot of what I teach here on the channel. And when you create a brand behind your business, that means that you have a plan to constantly evolve and meet your client base where they are at. That is why this is so powerful. And this also means that we always have to kind of shift a little bit. We always have to pivot. We always have to do a little bit of digging to figure out what the market is doing, how our client base is feeling about that, what pressures our community is facing. And from there, we can tailor a really specific brand that is going to speak directly to the people who need to hear your opinions and leadership. And so that's kind of what I want to do today. We're going to talk about a little bit about everything um, between preparing our business and pivoting our brand going into the latter half of 2022. So at the time of this recording or live stream, if you're hanging out with me live on YouTube as I'm sharing this, hey, it is mid-June. So it's June 16th, 2022. The Fed, the Federal Reserve has just come out with one of the largest rate hikes in 30 years, right? And so this is getting a lot of headlines right at the time that we have also entered into a bull market with the stock market. We have also been hearing a lot of headlines that we are headed directly towards a recession. We are experiencing 40-year highs of inflation that is giving a lot of individuals a lot of pain and pressure on their budgets and their cost of living. So there's all these things happening right now, right? And anytime this happens, this is going to have some kind of effect on the housing market. And now, of course, the housing market is not directly tied to any one thing in the economy, like, for example, an economic recession. And and you may know, or maybe you don't, but one thing that you should know as a real estate professional is that it's actually not as common for the housing market, for housing values at least, to dip or crash like we saw in 2008 during a recession. And this is actually what makes real estate such a solid investment long-term for so many individuals. This is why people love it for wealth building. It is a it is a relatively lower risk investment because it's a long-term investment that sees sustainable growth over time. And so if you actually look back at the last several recessions, only twice have we seen that have an, a direct big adverse effect on the housing market. And that's something significant to understand because while we know that we're probably going to be okay, and the reason I say we're probably going to be okay, is that we are still experiencing extreme shortage in housing for ownership and for rent. We are still seeing really solid job growth. We are seeing the lowest, you know, effective unemployment in our country for a really long time. There's there's a lot of things that are going to make homeownership feasible for a lot of individuals who can buy. But the question is, will they? Because anytime we go into a recession, what that does is startle consumer confidence. And we know that buyers and sellers make decisions primarily based in emotion, based in how they feel. And so that means when they feel on rocky ground with the economy, they're less likely to make quick and confident decisions, especially when it comes to something as huge as investing in a home. And so our job is to understand how these different shifts are happening in the world around us, and if we are indeed headed towards a recession, if we do indeed continue to see sky high inflation, we have to understand how that is actually going to be impacting our client base. And we need to be ready to meet them where they're at. Right. And so that's kind of the precipice for this conversation that I have today. And and I actually saw this awesome article on Market Watch that I can link to if you would like. Um, and and Let's see, Eric Finnegan, a director at John Burns Real Estate Consulting, actually put together a really solid breakdown that I thought is going to be a a great way for us to contextualize this, because if we saw this week with the rate hike, a lot of times mortgage rates are going to follow in anticipation the Fed's announcements of whether or not they're going to raise or not the, the, the interest rates. And so when that big rate hike happened this week, we did see another bump up in mortgage rates. Um, earlier this week, we were actually averaging around 6%. I think that we saw some easements in that yesterday after I was speaking to my lender, at least for one of my clients. Um, and I'll talk a little bit about what that needs to look like when we're speaking to our clients as well. But effectively, writes Eric Finnegan, that actually effectively rules out 18 million households, from qualifying for a $400,000 mortgage, that increase in mortgage rates that we saw this week, getting them up to closer to 6%, and beyond by the end of the year, if I had to guess, that effectively rules out 18 million households for qualifying for a $400,000 mortgage, And by the way, that is well below the average home sales price in my market, which is crazy. Here in the Phoenix Scottsdale area, we're closer to like 470,000. And even that's tight. That's hard to find sometimes. And so we really have to understand number one, that this is going to have direct effects on our clientele, right? And, and it's just, something that we really need to be paying attention to. And I think a lot of times what happens is real estate agents want to kind of bury their head in the sand. They don't want to share bad news. They don't want to scare their community or their audience. And so they come out saying rah-rah, but I think that that's really the wrong approach here. So I think that what we have to do is we have to do a couple of things. Number one, we have to adjust our business plan to account for these things that are actually going to happen. Number two, we have to prepare for that by pivoting our marketing to support our adjusted goals. We also have to get personal which I'm going to show you what that actually means, and then we have to be looking for new opportunities. And so for the rest of this discussion, that is the um, those are the topics that I'm going to kind of hone in on for you today. And I'm going to give you some really solid strategies that you can actually be implementing right away to make sure that you are fortifying your business to stay ahead of the market shift that's coming. Cool, cool. So let's talk about number one: adjusting your business plan. So again, if we're doing any one thing the same as any other day, we're going to always see the same results. But when there are large economic shifts that are changing the way that we operate, for example, who can qualify to buy for a home, who is going to decide to make a move, that kind of thing, we have to adjust and meet that where it where it is, right? So Right now, again, mid-June 2022, this is a great time to do a mid-year review, and I've talked about doing a quarterly review, a mid-year review, an end-of-year business planning session. Like, planning, business planning is a really big thing around here. This is what we talk about a lot on this channel, and it's time for a mid-year review. This just happens to coincide with that time of year when it's so critically important to take a look back at the last six months of the year. Really get a pulse for what happened, right? Get stock for what occurred. What did we do? What was that scope of work? How many leads did we generate? How many deals did we close? Are we on track for our goals? Were some, you know, were there some big aha moments that kind of took us off track? And if so, how do we plan to get back where we need to be for the next six months? And I'm actually going to be sharing kind of a, a more... Deeper look at my process and how we do this on this video on this YouTube channel next week. So, next Tuesday, I will link to that when this podcast is recorded so if it is already posted at the time that you're listening to this you can go ahead and watch that video now but if you're here with me live that is going to be posted in the next couple of days i'm going to walk you through my mid-year review process that i personally have done for the last eight years but also that i walk my agents through in the market authority academy my agents in maa have already started this process they've already begun And this is actually kind of a multi-week process for us because it is pretty extensive. And instead of blocking out an entire day to just fully focus on a mid-year review, which some can do, that isn't feasible for most agents. And so it does make a little more sense to break it down a little bit into sustainable chunks and bites that you can really get through to find traction. A mid-year review is a really great time to, again, like I said, take stock of where you're at right now and where you want to be by the end of the year. So again, watch that video next week, or if it's already posted when you're listening to it, check that video out. I'll walk you through that framework so that you can start this right away. But again, this is something that you absolutely want to implement and take this from me. You might even want to create a, a full-on routine annual routine with doing this every June you will probably get a lot from that so stay tuned we'll dive deeper on that video specifically on that topic but what I want to talk about next number two is to pivot your marketing and this is a little bit about what we do in a media review of course because we have to see how we've been marketing whether or not that's been effective what is resulted of those marketing efforts But this is a deeper conversation, which is why I broke loose down into its own point. So when we are pivoting our marketing, you have to understand where your ideal clients are in the cycle of homeownership, what news they are seeing, what opinions they're hearing, and how that is impacting their ability or desire to buy or sell. So this is, again, kind of like I said at the top of the conversation, why creating an attraction-based business with an irresistible brand is so effective for real estate agents. So quick tip. If you have not joined me for my most recent live training where I'm teaching you how to create an attraction-based business, I'm actually doing a live training with that in the next couple of days, about a week from now, Wednesday, June 22nd. I did this about a month ago it got such incredible reviews. It was my highest attended event. So many people loved it. And I had so many people ask me for a recording or to do it again because they either couldn't stay the whole time or didn't catch it the first time. So for for the first time ever, I'm doing an encore of this live training event because I think right now is the most important time to be thinking about how we need to be pivoting our marketing. And it all boils down to our ability to attract leads, right? And so you might want to check out the show notes of this live stream of this podcast for the way to sign up and register for that live training event. Cause I'm actually gonna walk you through this process. But today, right now, I wanna share with you what you need to know. During that training, I'll share a little bit more about how you do it. Now, if we are pivoting our marketing, like I said, what this really truly is, is understanding where a client base is and how we can help meet them where they're at. And so right now, they're probably feeling a little freaked out, okay? Because regardless of what you're saying, on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or TikTok or whatever, regardless of what messages you're putting out, they are hitting, they're getting hit by an onslaught of marketing messages, of opinions from news sources, national news sources, from friends and family talking about how they feel about the housing market. If if there's anybody in your world has been thinking about buying or selling, they're probably right now at this moment hitting the brakes hard because they're hearing all kinds of conflicting messaging and it's going to be confusing and scary for them. And so right now is when we have to really understand how that might look for them and how you can help them find and return to confidence and clarity in how they're going to buy or sell this year, if that is still the best decision for them. Okay. And so again, I want you to look back at your marketing. So if you've been posting on Instagram, posting on Instagram pretty consistently, or if you've been putting out a couple of newsletters to your database this year, look back at some of the messaging that you've been sharing. Take 15 minutes to go back and look. What have you been saying? Have you been very rah-rah about the market, right? Like, hey, historically low interest rates. Yes, yes it's a seller's market, but this is a great time to buy. If that's been the case for you, you got to pivot. You have to change that messaging because it's no longer true for one. But also if you keep basically saying, now is the best time to buy. Now is the best time to buy all throughout the year, every year for like 10 years, people are going to start tuning you out big time because they're like, yeah, whatever. It's always a good time to buy in Stephanie's eyes. right? So we have to really get clear on what's happening with our audience. It's not necessarily about whether or not somebody can buy or sell it's whether they should number 1 number 2 whether they should now and number 3 it's how should they like what's the best process to actually take that on so for example if we're talking to a home a first time home buyer right now should they buy right now they totally should if they can right Because interest rates are only going to continue to climb. They're not going to stay high-ish, you know, quote-unquote high comparatively forever. They're going to drop down again in the future. But who knows where home values are going to be at that point, right? Like, this is those conversations that we have. So should they? Should they do it now? Well, I don't know. I mean, if they can, they should. But do they have enough money saved up? You know, are they in the right situation in terms of a month to month lease, or do they have a flexible situation where they can break their current lease if they are renting? What does that look like for them? Right. And then, number three, how should they do it? Should they just like go out and find whatever house they can do it, or like, or do they have a little bit of time right now as we start to enter away from like the frenzied market, as we start to enter a little bit more balance? Do they have a little bit more time to really think this process through? look at a couple of houses, sleep on it, and then decide on the right the right fit. This is totally different from a first-time homebuyer who was buying six months ago, who basically was writing offers sight unseen on anything with a door and a window and a roof and competing against 20 other offers with their fingers crossed. Totally different situation on how they are going to approach that, right? And so your marketing has to reflect this because the game is changing, the market is shifting. And so again, if your message is always now is the time to buy, now is the time to sell. People are going to wonder whether you're fibbing, whether you know what you're talking about, like they're going to really want to understand like what your goal actually is. And if that is your messaging, they're going to assume that your goal is just to get a sale no matter what, at the cost of, at the opportunity cost of whatever they've got going on, right? And so when we're pivoting our marketing, there's a couple things we can do. We can talk to our client base, number one, which is going to be step three, get personal, get a little deeper into that in a moment. But you really should be listening to what your people are saying. And don't just dismiss them right off the bat, especially if they're saying something inaccurate or false. So if you're hearing, oh, man, you know, Steph, I was really thinking about buying this year, but with these interest rates rising, I don't think it's a good time for me to buy. If your response is, oh, that's a lie. No, 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 you got it totally wrong. This This is what I think that you should really do. Like you have just dismissed a very valid concern in their mind and you have just broken their trust because you did not listen to them and you did not affirm something that was actually really personal to them, which was their fear. And so the response needs to be something like, man, I hear you. Yeah, it's really tough. These mortgage rates, like compared to last year, feel kind of scary and it's definitely going to cost something, right? Why don't we do the math? Let's do the math together and figure out how this is really going to impact you and run a couple of scenarios of what buying now or waiting later would look like. And then we can really decide how that process needs to be for you. Like isn't that such a better approach to marketing? <laughs> and you can do that on scale. Like you can do that kind of thing on social media. You can you can create these different scenarios and you can create this messaging at scale really simple. Like that's why I love Instagram, you know, TikTok, all these different platforms for exactly this kind of thing. Now the other thing that you really have to do is once you have an understanding of what they're thinking, you have to make sure that you're sharing those messages on social media really consistently. Now is not the time to be quiet. Now is not the time to like hold back and see what's actually going to happen. This is the time to be opinionated. This is the time to lead, to share your thoughts, to share your strategies, to share your stories. This is a time when we really want to share our perspective, not just you know, regurgitate whatever we're seeing online. This is the time to actually be able to interpret that through the lens of your your perspective for your client base. And so right now is the most important time to actually have a voice and have an opinion because this is what's going to take a scary headline into something of context and substance that your client base can actually do something with. Let's go a little deeper onto step three. So number one, in terms of, quote unquote, recession proofing your biz, right? We're going to adjust our business plan. We're going to take stock of, you know, what the last six months looked like and what the next six months need to look like. Adjusting our goals as necessary. We're going to go deeper with a video coming up soon about that. Number two, we're going to pivot our marketing. We're going to get really clear on where our clients are, like where their minds are at with what's happening right now. And we're going to not only help them overcome those those obstacles and, and those fears and those setbacks, we're also going to dial that messaging in in a way that we can repurpose onto our broader platforms like Instagram, our email newsletters, YouTube, TikTok, whatever it is you've got going on. So we're not just having those conversations. We're also broadcasting that messaging out. This is not the time to be quiet on social media. Next step three, we're going to get personal. Okay. So when we had the pandemic begin, it was really scary, right? Because suddenly, you know, we're all kind of like head in the sand. I mean, at least I was at the time that was March, 2020. I was like nine months pregnant. Practically, I was about to go on a planned maternity leave and I had this whole thing going and I was hearing about the pandemic, but for me, my head was straight up in the sand. And I'm kind of disappointed looking back on how I handled that whole thing, because I just hoped that it would blow over and it wouldn't be a big thing. But then suddenly one week we look up, it was like March 16th, you know, the drill, we look up stock market crashes, four of our clients pull out of escrow, we lose 60K in GCI perceived income overnight from these escrows, right? I was like, oh my gosh, this is not what I had planned. And it was really scary. But you know what we did? We still acted through that fear. And we spoke to every single one of our homeowners. We were sitting at home because there was lockdowns. We were texting everybody and just checking on our people and having conversations and seeing how we could help. I was really concerned about who was going to help me because I was having a baby in that environment. And that was really scary. But again, we acted through that fear. And we made sure to still show up In leadership and reach out to every single one of our people. And so during the next couple of months, we were totally fine. We rebounded, we ended up closing a house a year that a house a week that year. And it happened 2020 happened to have been one of our actually our most successful year at that time, our most profitable year at that time, even after having taken a maternity leave, even after having gone through a pandemic. Again, that is just the power of an attraction-based business. But part of maintaining that attraction-based business model was getting personal and taking time to speak to every single one of our potential past, perspective, clients, all of our homeowners in our database and our friends and family. So during that time, we also had the Market Authority Academy running. So I was also coaching real estate agents at this time. And I was sharing with them how I was doing this. And one of our clients, or one of our agents, rather, Lindsay Fricks, big shout out. She's an agent in Arcadia Scottsdale here in Arizona. Absolutely incredible. Check her out on Instagram. She had this really cool idea to host monthly, very intimate Zoom market updates for all of her current and prospective clients. And I think that she even included some of her past homeowners in that as well. And so it wasn't huge, right? I think that, you know, it was somewhere between five and 15 people on these um, Zoom webinars where she basically did these like live Zoom happy hour chats where she and her lender got on, they shared their little market presentation, shared a little bit about what's going on, like how they are pivoting during the pandemic, how they're keeping everybody safe, how they're getting around the stay home orders, all of that stuff and lindsay that year ended up going from 5.4 million dollars in sales volume the year prior to over 18 million in 2020 unbelievable right and that's just the power of getting personal speaking to your individuals showing up and having that one-on-one interaction because remember, this is a relationship business. This is built on no like, and trust. We have to maintain that factor here, even when it gets scary. And even when we might want to put our own head in the sand, because that is when you get to show true leadership. Leading with dignity is something that we don't get a lot of op- opportunities to do in life. And anytime we can, and we can be brave and courageous and serve our people really well. We want to take that opportunity. And I think that now is one of those opportunities because we're starting to see the market shift. We're starting to see all of these scary headlines and news on the economy. People are wondering what's going to happen. They're hurt. They're feeling a lot of pain on their budgets. The cost of living is soaring. Now is the time to get personal and speak to every single person in your database. And again, that might be part of your mid-year review, creating the plan to make sure that in the next 90 days, you have a one-on-one conversation with everybody in your world who matters to you, whether or not they're looking to buy buy a house right now or not. Because you have some clients who just recently bought a house at the perceived height of the market, and they're wondering if they just made a giant mistake. You don't want that resentment in your client base. And so this is a great time to talk to them and say, hey, you know, check this out. I think that you really made a great decision here. You locked in your rate and purchased at, you know, three and a half percent, four and a quarter. Look at where these are at today. Look at how much you have saved yourself. You made such a great decision. I'm so happy for you guys. Granted, there's a lot of stuff going on. How can I serve you? How can I help you? What questions do you have? What's coming up? What are you seeing? Right. And just really getting an understanding of how you can, how you can serve them where they're at. Now, the last step that we have here. Again, we started with doing a media review and adjusting our business plan, number one. Number two, we're pivoting our marketing. Number three, we're getting personal. Now it's time, number four, to start looking for new opportunities. Because again, back to the, back to the stats that I said before from Eric Finnegan, right? Mortgage rates rising, as he said, from 3% at the start of this year to 6% effectively wipes out 18 million households from qualifying for a $400,000 mortgage. So that's going to affect your pipeline. There are going to be people who it was a good time for them to buy for whatever reason they didn't, and now it is no longer a good time for them. And that doesn't mean we just write them off and say, okay, cool, let me know when you're ready. No, that's number one. You're going to get them on a plan to homeownership because that was their goal and you need to be a part of that, whether it's happening right now or, or another time. But number two, we do need to look for other opportunities to supplement what we might be losing going in the next six months. And so now is a really great time to look at your metrics, you guys. Again, that's part of that media review process, but look at your metrics, figure out what's going really well. Look at your conversion rates. Where can we improve? It's now going to be a time that we need to implement a new lead source. Now, most agents, for a really consistent pipeline, need a minimum of three solid lead sources. Do you have that that bring in a consistent amount of high, warm, qualified leads, right? If you don't, I mean, it's okay if you don't. Sometimes I speak to agents who struggle to name even one solid lead source. If you are missing at least three, can you find another lead source that you can start to develop over the next six months? If you do have three, look at your conversion rates. What's lagging? What can we improve? What can we do to make sure that we are getting the most of every single opportunity that we have? If you're rocking out, it's time to find a fourth. It's time to find a fifth, right? Now is the time to be bringing in more opportunities. And whether you're a solo agent, whether you're running a team, whether you are um, rocking out at your brokerage for the last 20 years, things are going great, but man, yeah, I've been through a few of these shifts. This one's going to be fun, right? Now is the time to really be fortifying our business and getting creative and finding new ways to connect with new people, right? Because at the end of the day, your number one job is to focus on your revenue producing activities and procure opportunities for you to make money. That just happens to come in the form of serving others, right? So it's always really about service. Who can we serve? Who can we help? How can we have better impact? And there's a lot of different ways you can find those opportunities, but now is the time to be asking yourself those questions. So if you are loving this content and you want to take this a step further, this is where I invite you to my live workshop Coming up next week, a couple days from this recording, that is going to be Wednesday, June 22nd. All of the details to register are in the show notes. Definitely check that out. Register, save your seat. It was the highest attended workshop when I did this the first time about a month ago that I've ever done. I expect this one also to be pretty full, but it's also going to be a ton of fun. So that's going to be a little encore event that I'm throwing. I've never done that before. I'm super excited to hang out with you live Make sure you hop on. If you went to the one in May, come again. You know, take an hour to work on your business, especially now that we're going through this mid-year review process. And I'm also going to have a really sweet live bonus for everybody live who joins. So if you join live, you're going to get a super sweet bonus from me. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. It's going to be very cool, and I think that you're going to love it because I love it too. Now, I did get one comment while I was doing this live stream, And I think it's a really good question or statement. And so I'd love to touch on it just as we kind of wrap up here because we're about there on time. Living in the triad says, love your content. I'm worried that sellers are not going to want to sell at a 3% rate and buy a house at 7% or higher. Yeah, that's going to be a big challenge, (laughs) right? And that's going to be really painful. So we actually just went and showed um, one of our clients a house last night And they bought in 2020, they're right about at that two-year mark, not quite. So now they're starting to think, well, maybe we'll just cash out of this sweet 150, 200 K in equity that we've built up and move into something a little bigger with a little bit more land. And they're going to have that conversation too of like, does this rate make sense? And I think that that's just kind of the thing that we have to start preparing for because you will get that objection. And so for us, we're speaking with our lenders. We're doing the math. We're looking at how this is going to work. We're trying to figure out how much it's going to cost them to buy down that rate. Right. So there's a lot of different ways that we can do this. But at the end of the day, people are going to buy a home when they need a home. Life changes are going to force people to make decisions as they always have. Right. (laughs) And I don't know that this is going to be the one thing that really stops everybody, but this will definitely be an objection and it's going to look different for every single client. And so all sales is, is helping people move away from pain and move towards pleasure. And so the pain that we're seeing here is people trying to justify leaving a 3% mortgage for a 6% mortgage. That's pain. But what hurts worse that we're move- that we're moving away from? They don't like the area that they live in. I don't know that they don't like it, but they're ready to be in a different area closer to work. So that's really what it came down to in this specific example. They want more land. They want more space. They're just wanting something different. And so explore that a little bit. And if they don't do it now, if they don't make that move now, how much more painful is it going to be, I don't know, a year from now? Because right now there's a significant amount of pleasure in making a move like that. They get to tap into huge equity Will they still be able to a year from now? I don't know. Probably, but it might look a little different. They get to take all that cash, you know, maybe pay off their truck payments if they have one, for example, to help kind of offset that mortgage. There are so many ways that we can kind of problem solve. And so what you don't want to do is, yeah, I know that's really scary. Yeah, that 3% really is a cool rate. I wouldn't really want to move that too. Well, let me know what you end up doing. (laughs) that's not the, that's not the approach. That's not what we do in an attraction-based business. We problem solve, we dig deeper. We try to really help them find a way to come to a decision that they feel good about. And so I guess that's what I'll end on. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me on this live stream. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I hope that you have a great day coming up and I hope to see you next Wednesday for my live workshop. If you have any questions about that, hit me up on Instagram at Bryce and Stephanie. Otherwise, I will leave you here and I hope you have a great rest of your week. Till next time, keep on crushing it. Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to the themarketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.